Hi, I'm Connor. And I'm Jeremy. We're the hosts of an upcoming limited series, The Legend of Zelda Games Club, on patreon.com slash superNPCradio. We love the Zelda series to heart pieces. So throughout the year, we'll be covering the mainline Zelda games starting in April, running all the way through November. Subscribers at the $10 DJ Toad tier over at patreon.com slash superNPCradio will get an episode twice a month with some of the best Zoras, Hillians, and Dekus around. Not only are we covering the entire mainline series, but we'll also be going over or other Zelda topics along the way. That naughty little tingle might even sneak an episode for free every now and then. We can't stop him. We've tried. Want a deep dive on the hookshot? It's coming. Fascinated by Zelda clones? We're covering them. Always dreamed of a Zelda space solace? Well now, my Goron brother, it's happening. Check us out at patreon.com slash supernpcradio and subscribe at the $10 DJ Toad tier. We've got a ton of fun in store this year as we explore Hyrule, Termina, Koholint Island, and more. And don't forget, it's, it's dangerous, dangerous to, to go, go alone. alone. Take, Take us! us. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, the podcast where I, your host, Connor McCabe, bring on a guest to talk about a video game that is special to them and why. On the show, you might know that we talk as much about what made playing the game fun and special and what our guest loves about it as we will about the context around how they fell in love with it for the first time. A little bit of housekeeping up top because why save it till the end? Uh, if you're on social media, check us out. We are on both Instagram and Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram at Call Me By Your Game Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Call Me By Your Game. But there's just one Y, so you can check uh, that out with just the B Y O U R. Uh, give us a follow. Be friendly. Say hello. Uh, do whatever you want there. Um, if you're also looking to support the show, you can do that a few ways. Of course, by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Hopefully, the holy five-star review let us know what you love uh, about the show or maybe your favorite episode or why this guest just charmed your darn socks off because I know by the end of this episode, you're going to be sockless. Uh, you can also share the show with a friend, whether they love video games or this game that we're discussing today in particular. And of course, as you've probably already heard Ned, you can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash supernpcradio, where we have a bunch of other wonderful video game podcasts there, both for free, and then also we have a bunch of bonus content for those who subscribe. So check it out if you'd like. That's it for the housekeeping. And I'll finally introduce our guest for the day, Jeremy Colhane. Welcome to the show. Yo, what is up, my guy? Oh, uh, my gosh. For, for a second, as I was introducing you, I was like, if he doesn't give me the patented, yo, what is up, my guy, the Jeremy Colhane guarantee, yes, I might. I literally copyrighted it. So if you hear anybody else doing that shit, know where it came from. Oh, yeah. And I'll definitely report them to whoever takes up uh, copyright infringements. Um, but 
It's Jeremy lawyers. Colhane. It's lawyers. It's lo- it's you it's know I sort of had a feeling it's in my my thirty be... lawyers. Oh my goodness. <laughs> hey, they they say be be safe in Hollywood. You never know. You got to be protected. <laughs> um, Jeremy Colhane, welcome to the show. You are an actor, a comedian, a newly minted podcast host. Somebody that I know through the I was so blessed to meet in the improv comedy community. I don't know. I want to say three four years ago. Right yeah, around then. I would say um, then. Do you remember when the moment we met? No, do you? No. I was definitely aware of you before I met you. You were yes, one of those. you too. You too. I oh saw you gosh. around and I was like, that guy, that's Connor McCabe. Everybody knows Connor. I think... Was it... Yeah, go ahead. Go, you, you first. No, did you ever do the local? Mm, like a once or twice... And I always had a really bad time. Oh there. yeah, come on! I hope so, nobody from the local is listening. But yeah, yeah. That, that show is a show for sure. It really was. That's a um, show that's going to have lore behind it. Like everybody that came up around our time is always going to be like, "Did you do the local?" And people are going to be like, "What was that?" You know, yeah. it's going to have that mystical feeling to it. <laughs> It'll be uh, blogspot.com/slash/thelorical. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, that guy is cooking that one up for a few seconds. Um, <laughs> I, I also don't remember exactly how, but I'm pretty positive. I want to say when we met each other, we were both like, hey, I know you and you're cool and blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. One of it those. It was that classic nice guy thing of, I've heard you know only it. good things about you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard the other stuff. But I can't say, you know specifically and then since we've gotten to know each other um we've both you know been around town doing stuff but what do you want the listeners to know about you who is this uh man of mystery that's on the show today okay what do the listeners need to know about me okay i'm five eight I'm, nice i'm lying I'm, i think i'm only five six okay five, seven when you I said that i was like hmm, a little hot little taller than i clocked but there yeah, you go for sure well you gotta you know you gotta cheat the system every once in a while yeah you, know, you gotta let them go like where'd those two inches come from yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh i host uh the artists on artists on artists on artists podcasts with my friends kylie brakeman patrick mcdonald angela jertana um, that you guys can listen to. It's a blast. Connor, we got to have you on. Oh, thank we gotta you. got to have three, you on. Four of the, I was about to say three of the funniest people. And I was like, oh yeah, you also host the show. Four of truly well, the funniest people. Well, it is three people. of the funniest people. And then me going, what the hell is going on? You were, <laughs> you were telling me, I got to run into you the other night by sheer miracle. And you were telling me this. Yes. Yeah, it is like you, cause you normally get to be the, the wild and crazy guy, but you're now in the shoes of, uh, wrangling them. Yes. It's, it's. I always played wild and crazy, and then we decided to do a podcast with four absolutely wild and crazy people <laughs> that are more wild and crazy than me. So, yeah, it's it's fun though. It's uh, it's absolutely wild and crazy, is what I'll say. I know. Um, it. Yeah, you can uh, you can listen to that. Everybody listening, why don't you stop this podcast and go listen to that oh, podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fully endorse that, please. <laughs> stop what you're doing right now. And go listen to my podcast for at least three episodes, and then come back and you'll f- and you'll like get my vibe. For you sure, know, like, I feel like right now the listeners are listening, going like, eh, "This guy's <laughs> vibe, I don't know." I don't some, know about this. you know, some of us uh, do take a little while to ferment in a our personality wise with other people. Oh, so yes. maybe this is one of those cases. Well, I will say, this wouldn't be the first time I've heard that I come on. Um, in an interesting way. 
And is that how people phrase it? They like w- don't want to say what they actually feel. They well, one person did say when I was studying abroad in Scotland, this girl who was one of my best friends, like I had a group of these people who were my best friends and they looked at me and they went, oh, we hated you. Oh I was like, what gosh. did I do? <laughs> they That's... just didn't get it. They didn't get it. There are people that like I have had those feelings about before. For sure. So I understand that that happens sometimes. Yes, me too. I'm, I've had hard opinions on people and then realized my opinions were completely wrong. You know? Yeah, we'll we'll name we'll do a little special Patreon bonus episode where we name yes, all those name, people and just it's going to be silence and naming names. Just yeah, Rutherford B Hayes. Yeah, that's the one I had. <laughs> yes, uh, he's also on my list too, of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, but with no commentary. Uh, that's so funny and just so unexpected, just for the 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 guy I know. Yes, I know, right? I seem perfect on paper, but when you get me in front of people, they can hate. People can hate. Gosh, people can hate. Awful. But so you host this wonderful new podcast. You're all truly four of my favorite comedians, all former and maybe future mod performers. Yes, uh, we'll see. Slash writers, we'll, we'll see. see. Directors, even. Um, but. What else do you, do you want the listener to know anything about yourself? I mean, I know I said you're a little a little actor out there. Yes, um, I act. I do comedy. You can follow all my silly little videos on my Instagram, Jazzy underscore underscore Jelly. <laughs> that the one underscore one was taken by an eight year old, so <laughs> it is two underscores. I'm feuding with that eight year old. I figured. <laughs> I've said a lot of mean DMs to that kid. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, and yeah, I do comedy. I do live stuff. You can come see me if you follow my Instagram, I think. I don't know if I ever post about it. Just, yeah. At least give the follow. Come on. Just come on, guys. Come on. Give the follow. Uh, I'm uh, I'm realizing now that uh, I don't, I was thinking I've had three ghost members on this year i know i've had i just had andy on a few weeks ago oh fantastic what um, that was do? so nice to have an excuse to talk to andy i feel like there's someone else but i was why do i think you're the third i don't know i don't did know. you do oh Artoon. Artoon. Artoon was, was on over the it. summer like right around july uh what game did that idiot do that little guy uh <laughs> chose He's jack so three do you know J- the jack, jack and three series? he didn't even choose jack and daxter no he chose it, jack three the one fair, without kind of daxter in it right to be fair that one had that was like episode three i want to say someone did jack and daxter but now but so he had a really sometimes people bring on a game like i have no idea what you're going to share about yours later but sometimes people bring on a game and it's less about the game and more about like what was going on for them or like mm. the place that it held i mean he may have i uh, record so many i can't remember i don't remember <laughs> exactly what was what our tune had to share from that moment but anyway three ghosts and and you're the third which Hell i love yeah. it three kings um well, cool. Well, and again, if anything else comes up that you want to share about yourself or plug, please do it. Um, like I told you, we'll put stuff in the show notes. Amazing. Um, I do want to hear about your general history with video games. But before that, would you mind introducing the game that we are going to discuss for the main event later? Yes. This game is maybe number one in my favorite games of all time. Wow. Yes. And competing, just runners-up, I'll just say that, you know, Super Smash Bros., you got your 
World of Warcraft, but this one really captured, like our tunes, Jack 3 really captured something for me at a specific time in my life, and that is Sonic Adventures 2 Battle. Wow. Yes. Uh, incredible. I cannot. I'm going to get I'm a just... lot of haters in the comments. A lot of haters. Oh, no, haters. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Quick, turn off the comments. <laughs> Producer Jeremy Schmidt, turn off the comments. Um, awesome. Well, I'm so excited to get into it. But like I said, I want to hear about your just general history with games and sort of where they sit in your life. Um, let's start at the beginning. Do you remember taking an interest in games as like a kid or when that happened ever? So I grew up playing a lot of board games and oh. card games. My dad is a huge like board game person and card game person. Mm, Mr. Colhane. All of that. Mr. Colhane. Mr. Colhane, as he's known. <laughs> um, and he taught us all these games from a very young age, like Risk. We were playing when I was like oh. six and he was not going easy on us. It wasn't like, oh, he would like, I would be holding freaking trying to hold Asia and he would go, let me teach you a lesson about how the world works. And Why did Jeremy have this aversion round. to Eastern Europe as such a young child? <laughs> my dad destroyed me in Kamchatka, absolutely <laughs> annihilated my troops. <laughs> it was one versus 50. Um, wow. And he played Monopoly and he would just never really go easy on us. So we had to learn how to play well quickly and it really just started this like fascination and love for hmm. games board games strategy games fun games and then we got a dreamcast and that was kind of our gateway that was the it. first console that was the first console we didn't my mom my parents are foreign so they don't understand american culture and they mi i missed a lot of american stuff yeah so we missed nintendo's that's still i think that's i had a game boy at one point uh -huh. but it was really young and but it was really the dreamcast that we got which was oh my, our, my first system. Um, and one of the main games on the Dreamcast was the first Sonic. Yeah, uh, Sonic, Sonic Adventures. Adventure. Not the first, but this Sonic Adventures. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was... And we also had this game that was like Toy Soldiers. I, If somebody can tell me what this game is, yeah. I was trying to find out what the hell this game is. Huh. You were a bunch of s different toys. You were Toy Soldiers, Toy Truck, to all these different toys, and you were trying to fight this evil bear. Teddy bear. <laughs> and it was so great. It was kind of you're, like, uh, you're, Jeremy, you're rec you're recalling the plot of Toy Story three. I know, right? right? That's I the craziest know. part. <laughs> That's really funny. No, no, no. And there's this is part like where we fall into uh, you know a pit and we're about to burn, but then the aliens save us. That's the game. oh, it's had to <laughs> happening again. Uh, where are your parents from? My parents are from uh, various parts of Africa. My mom is from Kenya, and my dad is from South Africa. Actually, wow. Okay. Fun facts. Awesome. I yes. was going to guess South Africa. Yes. Uh, Nobody guesses the like Kenya. That. Nobody yeah. guesses the Kenya, though. <laughs> that's the fun one. I'm like, guess what? East Africa too, baby. <laughs> right? Okay. So that, that, that does make sense, and that is really – that's super interesting. Do you, you may have already said, but was the Dreamcast something that just showed up, or were you and your siblings it like, was a oh, Christmas. that cool? It was oh, a Christmas thing, okay. and they got, it, they got the Dreamcast for my brother, my sister, and I. Okay. And we played a bunch of different games on it. It wasn't Gauntlet on that game. It may have been because it was that era. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so that kind of started my fascination with games. Of like video games. And then another huge one, gateway one for me, was Age of Empires and Age of Empires 2 specifically. Oh, speaking of which, your former swimming lessons compatriot, Jane Kim, just talked about number oh. two. My God, I've never yeah. talked to her about that game. I used to play that game 
while listening to The Vines, which is an old band, their first record over and over and over again in one of the houses I lived in. It was crazy. <laughs> That's incredible. Like, was this some epic soundtrack? Or it's just the, it was like a normal band. I think it was you just, just like, on? yeah, it was just like the period of like kiddom where you're like, you have a CD mm-hmm. and that's all you kind of have. Yeah. And so you just listen to that CD over and over and over and over again. And that's... I'm like, whenever I see, whenever I hear any of those songs, I just picture myself playing Legos or like playing Age of Empires. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. Uh, yeah. And then, so what happened was those were kind of gateway ones that got me into video mm-hmm. games, but I didn't have, I had a friend, I, I moved a lot and one of my friends was my next neighbor and he got me into more of the games. He had a PS2 hmm. and he, and we bought a GameCube and so we played, that's oh. when we started playing Sonic Adventures 2 Battle. Yes. Um, but actually I didn't fall in love with it and I didn't fall in love with real, like I wasn't a real gamer real like nerd dumb guy until I moved to this one house and my neighbor Skylar Jones before we met Skylar we were outdoor people my mom is super into hikes super into mm-hmm. walking we'd always play outside constantly 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 outside we met Skylar Jones and everything changed when <laughs> for your whole family <laughs> just for me and Bubba but then also <laughs> okay. the, the ramifications my brother is named Bubba uh, my brother um, but the ramifications he introduced us to uh, Magic the Gathering, oh. Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon. He introduced us to the video, like the, the real Nintendo addictive DS. Stuff. Yeah, Pokemon, the real addictive stuff. Yeah. The real stuff. And then we went through this huge, huge phase where all we did for like two or three summers was play um, Sonic Adventures 2 Battle. Wow. Over and over and over again incredible yeah so that's what really and then we got into world of warcraft he introduced me to that he introduced me to naruto like anime he just like really opened my mind up to the internet this is skylar jones (laughs) skylar jones shout out to my boy skylar jones santa barbara i do love a good name drop on this show of (laughs) of people's childhood friends uh and i'm always like maybe they'll hear it uh yeah i i'm gonna send this to him he's gonna be like hell yeah (laughs) i'll cut out the parts where we uh talk smack about yeah where we ripped him apart i really have 10 minutes yeah (laughs) cool cool so you're getting into all this stuff did you like so this is probably like i'm guessing junior high late elementary school maybe for yeah, you it was it, when we fell into Advent, sonic adventures i remember returning to it a little older the gamecube was still the system though mm-hmm. we weren't on to the wii yet so it must have been like sixth or seventh grade okay yeah and what would happen is my we figured out how my my mom had a minivan with a little tv screen that played <gasps> only vcrs and VCRs at that point had been completely extinct. It's yeah. all DVDs. They were not, there's no more VHSs or VCRs. But we found out how to get my GameCube plugged into the car with a power adapter plugged into the, yeah, the car. Cigarette sh- lighter? Yes, the cigarette lighter Dude. move. You know it. You know it. Now you're gaming. And that at that point, my dad lived in Santa Barbara, and we lived in... Um, uh la still so every weekend basically we would drive down to santa barbara and drive back up and so me and my brother had two and a half hours or drive up to santa barbara as a kid i always thought it was down 
idiot little kid stupid no go easy on yourself no (laughs) dude he should know (laughs) (laughs) um so we would play sonic adventures 2 battle we wouldn't play together we would switch off taking turns yeah um for hours and hours and hours incredible okay so um, I want to hold more of the Sonic stuff for a little later, yes, but this I'm is so this sorry. Is my appet <laughs> don't worry, my appetite is is it's it's wet. Um, oh boy, <laughs> am I ready? That's exactly to... where I want you to be. <laughs> oh, you know what you're doing, Mr. Colhane. So after, so let's maybe th- um, hit on some other highlights throughout your life. What are some other? Well, maybe... yeah. So after Sonic, there was yeah. like some big periods. We had a Naruto period where we just watched Naruto all summer, and I learned. I could, I, we watched it so much that I could sometimes close my eyes or look away from the screen and understand the Japanese, understand what they were saying with no ability, no fluency of like looking and under, yes. like I could not pick up any words, uh-huh. but they would say things like full sentences sometimes and I'd look away and something in my mind like completely understood because we were, Skylar showed us how to download like all 512 episodes that were out by that point or 300 or something like that. They wow. like almost just started shipping in, which is your soul series. just absorbed all that information. A hundred percent. We would sit in this back room just like this like, <laughs> going off. We we're just like, this is good. <laughs> um, and then we played world of Warcraft. We got into world of Warcraft, which nice. is dangerous, very dangerous. Oh, game. I've, I've heard it's been Did recounted to me on this show. Yes, it's a crazy game, but it's wonderful and addicting. Um, and then, yeah, since then, I got back into Magic the Gathering, which was like a fun, nostalgic thing for me and my childhood friends, Skylar Jones included, kind of, but he lives in Santa Barbara now. Hmm. We all play Magic still. And um, in terms of video games, I have, I took a big hiatus because hey, I moved to follow. I was waiting for the hiatus talk. Yes, right? It always happens because we have to start pursuing things like improv and careers and stuff like this, and life gets a little crazy. But mm-hmm. I've just started actually getting back into video games. Nice. Was um, this a, I, uh, sort of like a pandemic uh, it was free time thing? It, 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 inklings pre-pandemic. Okay. Basically, I would go through phases of picking up a game for like hard for a month. Yes. And then putting it down. Like Zelda, the new mm-hmm. Zelda, oh my gosh. One of the best experiences I've ever had. Which was one? Just like the Zelda. Um, the, Breath of the Wild? The, yes, Breath of the Wild. Oh, game. yeah. I could not believe it. I'd never been an open world game kind of guy mm-hmm. like that unless it's online. Yeah. And I just fell in love with it. It was so peaceful and fun and just fun. Yeah, I just love that game. one. And then... Um, I played this mobile game for <laughs> way too long. Uh, do you know, um, oh, Polytopia? Not at all. Dude, okay, listeners, download Polytopia. I don't know how <laughs> many, I think it's free, but if it's 99 cents, it is worth the 99 cents so quickly. It is one, of, it's like mini risk, kind of. Oh, right it up has, it has It has Age of Empires aspects to it. Okay. And risk. It's kind of a mix because it's like turn based Age of Empires. Yeah. And it's a blast. It's a blast. You guys have to download it. <laughs> We've talked about, I think, only one mobile game. We had Meg Joe on to talk about like Catan Classic, which is like one wow. of the two settlers like mobile versions. Yes. And she was just like, she played so, it, 
she like trained on that to get better at real Catan. It was amazing. <laughs> That's so funny. And now I'm looking at my phone for the other one, which is a big one. It's Ooh. like a it's like a League of Legends spinoff. Oh, I can't remember the name. I think I just deleted it off my phone. Oh, uh, Team Fight Tactics or Team TFT. Okay, not Team Fortress, but Team Team Fight Tactics. Let me look this. Yeah, Team Fight Tactics. Oh my gosh, that game is fucking addicting, and it's like. Kind of like the similar thing with League of Legends. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever played those games where it's mm-hmm. like, it's you. Usually the games are forty-five minutes. Yeah. For those forty-five minutes, you are stressed. Yes. <laughs> you are just. You cannot look away. You're so focused, and you're trying to do the thing and touch the buttons and do all the thing. It's like you're so, and that's what that game is. Because like, you're sending out commands, you're making adjustments, you're checking yes. in on the other squ- squads and stuff. You're that constantly sort of pressing, and like, but this is an online game, so all it is is you're just constantly pressing buttons. Yeah. You're just constantly pressing, 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 pressing. And man, it's it hits that nerve like League of Legends did, where it's like, that's another game I played for a summer. I went through like periods of summer because I would teach, I was a swim coach. Oh, during the days, we would work in the morning, have a three or four hour break, and then come work in the evening. Oh, and you'd fill it with uh, like private lessons a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. But it, some days you don't have private lessons, or you had like a two hour break, and you're just so exhausted from the sun that all you want to do is come back and like do something very simple. So I would pick up a game. Then it's like that's when I played League of Legends oh. and a lot of World of Warcraft and just different things. It was always Th- fun. That's so great. So yeah, summer, summer gaming in the pockets that you can find are. I've had a lot of fun moments yes. like that too. It's That's, just like such a defining moment of childhood is those like summer games you used to play. Yeah, it's like pool outside, hot playing outside, and then you come in and play Super Smash Bros. Melee or Mario Kart or something like that. Yes. Do you then, um? Yeah. Do you have a like a favorite Smash Bros. character? Like your main. Or is it hard to choose? It's hard to choose. Melee, Fox. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if then, I mean, it doesn't really matter until this new one, Smash. Do you have a few probably. that you like? I play a lot of different ones. I love. I haven't played in a couple of months. Let me think. I was really having fun with Wario in Brawl specifically. Ooh. I was a Wario guy. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then. Um, Oh man! Oh, I I started kind of liking Banjo. Oh, Piranha Plant. Actually, yeah, when Piranha Plant incredible. came out, I was just messing with Piranha Plant, and I love Pokemon Trainer. I love playing with the ones that people are like, "This guy isn't cool." <laughs> yeah, those are weird and fun characters too. They're yes. like very different, especially Piranha Plant. That it's like unlike any other character in the game. Mm-hmm. I kind of like those kind of characters that are like, like different. Yeah. Some of them I really don't like, like the dog. What's the dog's name? Oh, Duck Hunt. Yeah, hate Duck Hunt. Yes. Not about that <laughs> Duck Hunt life. <laughs> Dude. But if you give me a strong A smash and a nice, like, uh, jump kick to combo. Then you're ugh, good. I'm good. Like a Squirtle to Charizard. Oh, yeah, daddy. Oh, yeah, daddy. That's <laughs> <laughs> how most people respond when you say Squirtle and Charizard consecutively. Um <laughs> Awesome. Uh, was was Breath of the Wild the like most recent um, fun experience you had, or is anything else recently like? 
Well, that Polytopia was after that, which is okay, really fun. Gotcha. And then actually right now, my brother and I, since we're living together it, because of the pandemic now, we moved in together. We are playing this game called Divinity 2. Yeah. Uh, I've heard of A lot of, of people are familiar with it. It's kind of like D&D, diablo A. Yeah. Um, and it is so fun because they've got couch co-op. And oh, yeah. You're controlling two characters. Both of you are controlling two. And it's just... An absolute blast. Is that we're addicted? We're absolutely addicted. Is it like a dungeon crawler sort of RPG style game? No, it's like uh, it's it's open. It's pseudo open world. Okay. Um, there are dungeons that you can crawl, but hmm. you're like um. It's uh, it's like Gauntlet, Dark Legacy, where it's like bird's eye. Yes. And it's like choosing choices. Like, okay, oh, gotcha. if you say this to them, you can kill anybody. You can win people over. You can do like hero huh. things. So it's like D and D in a lot of aspects because it's like kind of the same classes and kind of the same leveling system yes. as D and D. But it's a blast because we love D and D, and the and the fighting is turn based. So it okay. kind of like has a lot of different things. Oh, okay. What are you playing this on? That's on my PS4. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, baby. very cool. Um, and my brother is like still a, a very big gamer. He's much more of a gamer than I am. Matthew, Matthew, <laughs> he like follows uh, Smash. He follows some wow. of the bigger game stuff. He knows all the stuff. That's so awesome. I just kind of like listen to him and go, okay, whatever you say, bro. <laughs> whatever you say, my guy. That's awesome, dude. Well, uh, well, thank you for sharing a little bit of your history with games. We got to hear a little board game talk in there too. Mobile oh, yeah. games. You really hit a. You really hit a lot of, like a really wide span of games. So thank you. Any game that keeps me occupied. It's tough to keep me occupied, and that's why the, the quick strategy ones I really like. Yeah. Okay. Always good. So I if you're buying it. me a present, listeners, maybe mm. think towards that. Yeah. Um. So now that you've listened to three episodes of Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists, <laughs> and you've paused to look up these games, when you're buying Jeremy a Christmas present, you're buying me a Christmas present, keep which in mind. I'm not expecting, but it would be really nice. I yeah, think now that he really said nice. it, it'd be kind of rude if you didn't. It would so, be rude. It would yeah. be rude. <laughs> Gosh, I'm glad you said something. I would have. I would have felt uncomfortable. Um, no, yeah, I definitely was feeling uncomfortable until I said something. Yeah, of course. Well, dude, thank you. Um, we're going to take a quick break, like I told you, but then when we come back, we're going to talk all about your experience with Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Jeremy, I will see you on the other side. Woo! Can you feel Hello, my name is Jeremy Schmidt and I host a podcast called Video Games, a comedy show. We pretend like we are morning radio DJs within the Mushroom Kingdom for exactly five minutes per episode before dropping it all together. We cover topics like our favorite video games to take on vacation, the birthday roast of Mario, favorite Desert Island PS2 games, and infinity more episodes. If you like to hold a controller and are prone to laughter, well then Buster, I've got hours of stuff for you. Check out Video Games, a comedy show anywhere podcast can be found welcome back to call me by your game here of course with uh jeremy colhane to discuss sonic adventure 2 battle jeremy welcome back 
Yo, what's up, my guy? Yes, he did it again. Um, I've been wondering this the whole podcast. Is that something I'm known for? <laughs> no, I just did a chose to start the whole show with a bit, and <laughs> I love that. I love people listening to that and only getting if they get to this minute, then they yes. know. If they dropped out, I've then, never done that before. <laughs> yeah, then they don't. And I'm. I hope you were wondering the whole time. People, is that a thing I do? People do people talk, talk about, about this? that? He's the uh, yo. What's yeah, up, dude. my guy? Guy. Yeah. So I forgot to tell you this, my friend, but before we even talk about your personal history with this, I'm going to share a little history and context with the listener about this game. If you have, it's very, very brief, very vanilla. It's just a few paragraphs, but jump in if you feel so called. Otherwise, I'll be interrupting all the time. I'm a terrible guest. You are honestly jokes on you because that's what I want. So (laughs) here we go. Sonic Adventure 2 Battle is an enhanced port of Sonic Adventure 2 released solely for the Nintendo GameCube. For all intents and purposes... Oh, there we go. There he is, baby. (laughs) Uh, It is Sonic Adventure 2, which was originally released for the Sega Dreamcast in 2001, uh, which Jeremy also had. Um, And it was developed by Sonic Team USA and published by Sega as the first Sonic the Hedgehog home console game released for a Nintendo console. Um, Is that great? It's pretty neat, and now Sonic's all over. Well, Sonic's all over like a lot of consoles because Sega doesn't make consoles yeah. anymore. Um, they, they the life and death of Sonic, the the actual franchise, is so interesting. Yeah, they just could never pull it off. All the stops and starts. Um, yeah, this game features two good versus evil stories. One following Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles as they try to save the world against the evil forces of Shadow the Hedgehog. Dr. Eggman, and Rouge the Bat. Oh, yeah. What a crew. Uh, <laughs> l- listeners out there, um, if you've ever seen a over a somewhat sexualized bat character in Sonic, <laughs> that's who this is. Um, Let me tell I, you something. That was a sexy-ass bat, and that bat looked 35. <laughs> <laughs> that bat was at least 35, and Sonic was probably like 18 or something. Um, but I remember that as a kid. Um, How the story Rouge the Cat. Yes. Uh, the stories are separated by gameplay styles, fast-paced platforming for Sonic, Shadow, uh, and Shadow, run-and-gun shooting levels for Tails and Dr. Eggman, and action exploration levels for Knuckles and Rouge. Most importantly, the presence of little creatures known as the Chow were expanded upon. Um, I'm guessing we'll maybe get a little Chow content later. Oh, we're gonna get a lot of Chow content. Uh, Why do you think you can go back to it, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I think we even, I mean, I was a little toasty the other night, but I'm pretty sure we mentioned the chow when we were yes. chatting it up. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. Uh, sort of to finish this little part off, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle received generally positive reviews and was Thank praised God. for it. Yeah, right? Um, otherwise, we'd have to throw hands. Uh, it was praised <laughs> we'd have for to its... go down there and beat somebody up. Yeah, journalists. Uh, Remember this <laughs> review you gave in 2003? <laughs> Well, it's coming back to bite you, buddy. Um, when did it, the game come out? Did you say uh, that? 2000, uh, 2001 for just the original, but then 2002 was for, the for Venture 2 Battle, yes. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. So that praise that it thankfully got was for its varied gameplay, the styles we talked about, the visuals and audio, while the camera received some criticism. Overall, both versions of the game sold about 2 million copies, Worldwide, and it was later released as a downloadable game for the PS3, Xbox 360s, 
360s. Hmm. And Windows. <laughs> Multiple Xbox 360s. Yeah, you can get it on a few. But that's some just basic history and context. I'm sure we'll get into your personal stuff later. But if you happen to be an expert, is there any like big details that we left out that you don't want to cover later? Well, the biggest detail is people really had to choose, you know, at least straight men had to choose. Were you an Amy guy or were you a Rouge the Bat guy? You know, Amy's in this game. Amy not, is in the in the battle. Yeah. Just not a, as a playable. Was she a playable character in that part? She was a playable ba- character in the battle part. Yeah. You could play as all these weird ones like Amy and the one girl from Sonic Adventures, the girl that's the, like the actual person. No, the you know the girl that was with the Chows in just the original Sonic Adventures. Vaguely. Did you ever play the re- remember the original I, Sonic Adventures? I like played a couple hours of it last summer for a podcast oh, on our networks, but I don't remember it very well. So there's a like one girl with like that. She's like a Knuckles um, female version. Oh, like, like an echidna. Hello. Yes, yes, oh, she's a okay. She's like I take care of the Chows. All <laughs> right. Yes. Okay. Interesting. So, a lot of hot babes in this game. <laughs> it's what I... Not to mention, honest... Knuckles might be the hottest video game character in in the history of video game characters. Yeah, soon... Also, just got to say, soon... I mean, it's about a month ago, I want to say, we got this news, but soon to be voiced by Idris Elba. Which is so fitting. Which it's, is the perfect casting. <laughs> it's incredible. I, for a long time... So, the first Sonic movie was the last movie I saw in theaters. I, I've told this before, but... Mikey Stevens and I went on like a, I think like a Tuesday <laughs> afternoon to the Glendale Americana um, back wow. when it was the Pacific Theaters and uh, so, ran into Jacob Wysocki and a friend of his when we were there. <laughs> and then I didn't see a movie until I, I went with a big group to go see Fast 9 in oh, yes. June. Yeah, because that was the last movie to come out before Pandemic. Yeah, it was for a lot of people. It was like Sonic or Cats. It was a, a w- weird last few movies to see. Crazy. Um, what 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 is the Americana now? What is that Pacific Eighteen? I think it's AMC. Ugh, wonderful. I want to say AMC got a lot, but I also I haven't been there. I haven't been to a movie since Fast Nine. Um, yeah, but I should. Uh, anyway, I- that's just some brief history and context about this game. Jeremy, I'd love to get into it and uh, talk about. Your experience, you said that you got a Dreamcast and played the first Sonic Adventure. Is that, did you enjoy that game? Is that why you ended up trying number two? Yes, yes. I really liked that game. I never could finish it. I was like too young to understand how games work. But mm-hmm. I was so amazed by the pictures and the yes. look and the Chaos Emeralds, the way oh, yeah. that those things shone on the screen. And yeah. also when you would get power-up items. Mm-hmm. I would, I, before getting a power-up item, like, you know, it's like, oh, Sonic's new shoes, which is going to let him do this ability. I would just stand in front of that little circle of uh-huh. glowing lights and just, as a kid, I just remember staring at it for so <laughs> long, just absolutely mesmerized with the colors. So <laughs> just like, truly like, whoa. That's, I love how fascinated <laughs> you were. And, and to I be fair. I couldn't believe it. It was so beautiful. <laughs> and it, there are elements, especially like as, you know, getting into like a more modern age of 3D gaming, there were some really cool things on like yes. the Dreamcast and PS2. Yeah, and because that was the, I believe Sonic Adventures was the first 
maybe not the first, but one of the earliest 3D games. The first Sonic Adventures 3D game, for sure. Oh, I think you're right. It was the first. I mean, they, they had, like, they had some ones that weren't legit. I th- like, I'm there's a couple Sonic games that um, are... They have 3D models, but they're not necessarily a 3D game like this. So you're right. Yes. Um, and But to be fair to your child self, you could know games like the back of your hand, and this game could still be confusing. I'll tell yes. you, as, <laughs> as an adult, 29-year-old last summer, uh, coming to this game, I was very confused. Well, not the big, not the big Adventure the cat 2 battle, levels. But. The big the cat levels, I could not beat one. Because in that game, it was a pinwheel of of who you could choose, right? Yeah. It was like you could choose Dr. Eggman level. No, it was Rob, the robot levels, Big wow. the Cat levels, N- Knuckles levels. I don't think there was even Tails levels because it was Sonic levels. Mm. And Rob was the shooter guy. Maybe there were Tails levels. No, I don't know if they had the mechanical machines yet. Yeah, I'm not sure. But it was just crazy. I could not understand how to fish. And that (laughs) was the whole premise of every single big level was fishing. I just couldn't understand how the mechanism worked. (laughs) I forgot that they did that. My goodness. But Um, yeah, so that was so beautiful. And the Chaos Emeralds were so beautiful. So you're just like, you loved the game, even though it wasn't one you finished. And you don't need to finish a game to love it. So you were... Do you remember it all being ready for number two, or was it just like it, when it was there, you guys got it? I think it was just, yeah, it was just one of those things of like you're young and you notice a game. Yeah, you. I remember it was actually one of the first games we got with the system. I think we got Wave Race, Wave, Wave Runner Wait, on like GameCube. On GameCube, there was this yeah, they game. had Wave Race. I think Wave Race, yeah. Wave Race. Oh, also just had a flash memory of playing Hydro Thunder on the Dreamcast all the time when I was younger. Wow. It's all Hydro coming back. Thunder. It's, it's, it's what game. we do on this show. Yes. Really just bring blasting it back. of like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, just a whole year flooded in. But anyway, <laughs> um, then I think what we got was that game, Super Smash Brothers. Ooh. Great game. Oh. And then Sonic Adventures 2 Battle. So those a nice the three games that we assortment. had. Assortment. A lovely wave race was not used a lot. We kind of yeah. like played it and we're like, eh, this is this kind of sucks. This is not, not Hydro us. Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this just is a bunch of people on on ski doos. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you got this with the with the few. What color was your GameCube? Was it the classic like indigo purple? Yeah, baby, dude. I still got mine. Got it repaired this last year. Oh my god. Yeah. After turns out after like 15, 20 years, the the laser that reads discs gets off. Like the I can't believe it. I couldn't yeah, no. believe that. So, but a nice video game store, World Eight on Vermont. Shout uh, out World Eight, Skylar Jones. Dude, shout out both our two best friends. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you get um, Adventure Two Battle. What do you remember about just game wise, like liking about this or or playing and what you ended up enjoying so the first thing we started doing is playing competitively the battle we didn't even jump into the story mode we would just play battle me my brother and then my cousins would come over and we'd play like the skating one a lot the grinding ones which is like like there was also a thing of like there's the battles where who can like it was a race so you'd have the sonic-esque characters which were like sonic shadow 
Metal Sonic. I think oh, oh yeah, Chaos. Metal Sonic. The like the big weird blue chaos thing uh-huh. from the first game. And then you had the searching levels, which were like the Knuckles, Rouge. I yes. think that's when they had that other Echidna girl and one other person. And then you had the fighting ones, which were like Dr. Eggman, um, Tails. Tails. I think Big the Cat was in that one, and maybe Rob. You could play as them in wow. the fighting ones. This is awesome because I don't even remember the battle. I don't. I must have barely played it. I mostly played this well, solo, yeah, so this the is beautiful exciting. Thing, yeah, the beautiful thing about this game is like it ha- really had different iterations. I had the battle then, and then I had the story one, and then I had the chaos one, and then, or the chow one. Mm-hmm. And then in college, I returned to it just for a second, which was really oh, fun. Oh, yes. Oh, it was a beautiful game. Beautiful game, beautiful game. So, yeah, we played the battle ones. And then what happened was I think summer ended and i was and i just me and my brother started playing the levels through the levels okay and that was really really fun a beautiful again they just updated the graphics so those little circles with the freaking power-ups in them again i would stare at it for hours (laughs) i think i might be sexually attracted to those circles of light it was it did something for me that no I don't want to speak you. about. <laughs> no one blames you. This is okay. I'm glad yeah. this is coming out. Yeah, I'm glad it could come out in a safe space here. But, oh, my gosh, the colors are so beautiful. The shiny, I just want it. It's like a Krabby Patty. I just yeah. wanted something that beautiful and shiny in my life. <laughs> yeah, exactly how I think of a Krabby Patty. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so then we kept on playing, kept on playing, but we never finished. We never finished the story Okay. Mode. We this, got to, yeah, this was, oh, go for go it, ahead. sorry. We got to like end game, but we never finished because mm-hmm. I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know how to beat this one level. I assume I finished it, but I genuinely don't remember. Um, I remember getting deep into the story and some of the stuff that goes on, like the, the chaos emeralds and, and how mm-hmm. like you turn into like supersonic at a certain point, I'm pretty sure. Yes, um, that's like end game. End game is you supersonic and super shadow, yeah, shadow or, or something like that. Yeah, we just we just go super saiyan. Yeah, which is like that's cool. I like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, it was literally <laughs> like he becomes gold. <laughs> Whoa, Amber, Amber alert. alert! Did you hear that? I'll get one. No, my phone's on silent. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> I promise you, so it's mine. Oh, Here actually, it it's, oh, there it is. That's sad. Missing endangered elderly. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah, I'll definitely check it after. Pod comes first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I'm not gonna look for her. If right it's now, someone but... that I know or that lives near me, I'm gonna feel like a jerk. Um Are you friends with a lot of elderly? Oh yeah, elderly? dude. Are you not? <laughs> Tons of old fogies. This is most um, of my crew. <laughs> yeah. Uh that's who I was hanging out with before I saw you at Zebulon. Uh so um Have you okay. met my friend? Harold, <laughs> yeah, Harold. Uh, it's cross between Carl and Harold. He likes to go yeah. by Harold. <laughs> He's cool. Um, really cool. Uh, yeah, this this game has definitely a lot going on. I think was this the introduction of Shadow? I just remember him being yes. really badass. Yes, this was the introduction of Shadow. And man, giving Knuckles a run for his money for hottest dude, and it was perfect timing. Two thousand two, mm-hmm. two thousand three. The height, right before the epicenter of emo music. Yeah. Was Shadow. 
the may have even ushered it in. Uh, I think he did. Say? I think because yeah. of Shadow, we have Panic at the Disco. <laughs> <laughs> He's solely responsible for Panic. My Chemical That's... Romance. There is a a big connection between My Chemical Romance and Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're, you'll get no arguments here. Um, that's, that's no so fight me. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, whether, so for you about this game, I know you love this, you love the visuals and you got into the battle a ton. And the soundtrack. Oh, don't even come on. We have to have a whole section because I know all the words to, I think two at least two of the songs still. So what are, what's the first one? That's like, if something about the city. Rolling around at the speed of sound. Such a bad singer. Got places to go, gotta follow my rainbow. We used to play that fucking level over and over and over and over again because you would, what you could do is you'd get to the end of the level and instead of winning, you press restart. Where you do this thing and it starts you again, but you have all your coins still. Oh. So you could just get millions and millions of lives and coins. Wow. So That's every convenient. like f- freaking three seconds, it'd be like, so that that's the first level as far as I can remember. That's the first level. And I think I do know all the words. I won't do it now, but I'll write in the in the show notes that I know all the words. Oh, definitely. Oh, I'm writing that down right now. Definitely include that. Um, what a fun level too! just like running around and sliding around what just looks like San Francisco. Yes. Um, a on great introduction shoes. to the game because you, you start out on a freaking metal snowboard yeah. doing jumps. Oh, and you're like, what is won me this? Over. Yes. Immediately. You're like a just kick ass rock and roll, crazy taxi esque, mm-hmm. um, soundtrack that you're like, this is young and hip. You're Sonic. You're killing the game. And then at the end of the level, you have this huge, like, running away from a runaway truck. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> coming to kill you. It was crazy. Uh, absolutely bonkers. Um, we talked about earlier how the, uh, how the level design or, like, the level gameplay is so different based on each of them. Do you – it's been a while, but do you remember at all, like – what you liked the most or like was there did you like the exploring and flying around i definitely like what did you like so in different iterations like for when it was chow time yeah when i was doing chows you had to do pumpkin hill that was the Mm. only way to do it that was the only way to do it and then you would do um if you were doing dark a dark chow you would do an Eggman level or if you're doing a light chow you would do a very specific i think it's the first or second level of tales Yes. Would you, uh, like, and I know that we know, but explain for the listener okay, yes. what these little guys are. So, so at, basically there's, th- this is a three game game. Yes. One is the battle. One is the levels that you do with all the different characters. And then they put in this side thing that I just don't think they realized was going to take off the way it mm-hmm. did. Where you, you have these, you go to this place that is like, Neutral land, or yeah. heaven, or hell. <laughs> it is very peaceful. It's like uh, in the serene. most peaceful place in the world. There's fruit, and yeah. they have these little things called chows, which are spelled like chaos, but with at the s. Mm-hmm. They're like these little cherubs, these little blue kind of yellow point cherubs. And throughout the game, throughout the leveling, they have all these power orbs of different colors, and these animals 
these little tiny little like plushy type animals that you can pick up. And when you go to this world, you can feed this chow the the power crystals or these animals. <laughs> and certain things will happen to the chow. And yes. if you if at at a certain point after you've after it's gotten to a certain level, they all had levels, it would evolve. There's another aspect of this that you could compete, make your chow compete in games. <laughs> yes. You'd enter yes. the game oh arena. Gosh. And it was like, because all the stats of the chow were very like RPG stats, like yeah. um, power, flight, uh, speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so muscle, swimming, flight, speed, and I think like cuteness. Yeah. One. And so depending on the power crystals, you would hit one and you, you'd throw your chow in the com- competition. What they didn't, think about was they had all these multiple levels of evolution for the chows so your chow would evolve once and it would become a different chow depending on what the power stat it was very mm. like eevee very eevee and pokemon yeah so like if you have a chow and you feed it all power crystals it's going to evolve into a power looking chow so that's one type of chow but there was three different worlds and depending on which side of character you played on that one chow could become a hero chow or a devil chow. So then you have hero power chow, hero flight chow, hero speed chow. Then you have dark all those. Then you have neutral all those. And it just blew my mind. (laughs) (laughs) It blew my fucking mind, man. It was crazy. It was like there was about probably about 30 or 40 different chows that you could create. Yeah. After spending months, like, in-game, like, weeks trying to do these things. Because it also, another thing to add on, if your chow evolves one time, the second time it evolves, it it either dies or it, like, devolves into its first level. Right? Oh. So, if you evolve it again, it becomes an even more power looking specific chow Let's oh after it devolves yes yeah, so there was ways that if you did a, a dark running chow evolved it and devolved it six times it would look exactly like shadow the hedgehog that's insane but th- and that, then yes I on top of say, this <laughs> oh you go for it go for it go for it one more chow that you could do was if you evolved it devolved it evolved it fed it every single animal in the game one time and only one time it would become a chaos chow which is a super powerful chow they had i don't know how they built a whole other game (laughs) within this game that nobody knew about it was so fun it really could have been its own separate thing if they felt like it and i know that i'm pretty sure they were in the first game but this is the game where they really went hard with it they were in the first game but they were more like token things yeah it was like oh yeah fun you can kind of do it but this one they were just like yeah let's make this whole evolution system and this training system and this battle system and again it was the pretty colors and all wanting to collect them all and yeah and they're so and, they are really cute and it was fun to see the way that they were affected by the characters you used or what you gave mm-hmm. them exactly uh, yeah that was remember having like a little garden of a few of them and just like loved because would you would that be something that you could just go into from a menu or was that like between levels? I don't remember. Yeah, I think you had to select it from a menu. Okay. From the main or or 
you had the choice after levels basically to go like enter into go visit your chows. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. And boy, would I visit my chows all the time, man. That's so I know much all fun. the music still like do it's just like truly ingrained in me that music and all the noises that everyone would make yes dr eggman petting a chow (laughs) (laughs) then knuckles petting a chow (laughs) this is this is rouge petting a chow ready (laughs) hey there little guy (laughs) this is incredible this genuinely No, all the noises. I'm so sorry. I'm just making noises now. No, this is what the people are going to come to. They're going to see Sonic Adventure 2 Battle on the episode title, and if we didn't do this, they'd be disappointed. <laughs> I know all the weird noises. Okay, Knuckles trying to dig, and it and he can't. Ready? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> the voice acting is incredible, too. Like, because it's it also on point. You know what I forgot? It like I love how into it the characters get, but there's there was this thing with um when they you know brought it over and started localizing it off the Japanese version, they didn't they just like pasted the the um yes. the lines in there so they overlap each other all the time. All the time, it's terrible. It's yeah. di- but the voice acting is taken so seriously, and I loved it. Okay, most quotable line though from the whole thing. Ooh, please. And and the super fans are gonna know this. Ready? Maria. <laughs> that is Shadow the Hedgehog talking about the girl who I think was his owner and then died? Yeah, something like that. She was like, I want to say, yeah, owner or she saved him or. Yes. It was, and it's she's like Robotnik's granddaughter or something. Yes, Robotnik's granddaughter. And I think the story is like she had this pet hedgehog that was Shadow and Robot, Robotnik tricked him out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Made him evil. Gosh. Gosh, it was so um, good. I want to uh, ask you about, like, a l- you started to preview us a little earlier, but I want to ask you a little bit about, like, where you were playing this, um, yes. what you remember from your life. So I know you were saying that you and your brother got into this after the summer. Well, well at least the single-player parts after the summer, but... Yeah, so this what so yeah. we were playing this, and uh, at the at that time in my life, we were moving every six to eight months, just because my dad. We were basically running out of money. My dad, yeah, had lost his job and got screwed over, and so we were moving all the time, just mm-hmm. around L.A., specifically East L.A., like Pasadena, La Cunada, Altadena. Yes, so we were moving around a lot. Um, so we after we moved out of that house where we first got the GameCube. Another shout out to Alec Shoemate. He was my neighbor then. He was the mm-hmm. one that was like, dream- he was like the first iteration of Skylar Jones. Oh, okay, um, cool. So we move, move, before move. Skylar, before he evolved into Skylar Jones. Yes, before the golden era of Skylar Jones. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when we moved, we kind of put down video games. We mm-hmm. put it down for the next couple of houses. Um, but then we, we moved to this one area, and that's where we met Skylar. Mm-hmm. And... We, for some reason, we were hanging out with this kid named Mike, and he was the one that was like, oh, do you guys play Sonic Adventures 2? I was like, yeah, I used to play. He's like, oh, do you guys do Chows? And Skylar was like, oh, I used to love Chows. And I was Uh like, what? Chows? I don't even remember this in the game. Yeah. All I remember is that shiny fucking light around (laughs) and those chaos emeralds. I was obsessed with that. I don't really remember this. And And then they showed me. 
and they, they showed all the mechanics. And that was also the dawn of the internet for me. You know, while we were playing Neopets and all that stuff, I was looking up chat rooms of all these different, how to do like chows, how to create the perfect chows, what they all look like, what to do. And then I just deep dived. And at that time, my dad got a job in Santa Barbara. Mm. So we were driving back and forth from Santa Barbara, trying to make chows all goddamn day long. <laughs> just, wow. just truly puppy milling. Just <laughs> absolutely milling these things out. <laughs> you may have spent more time with the chow garden than most people who ever played that game because that's yes. a lot of trips and that's a lot of time. I played it so much. I made all the chows. I could never make the Sonic one. Yeah. Because that one, like the Shadow one, I think ended up taking two or three evolutions. So it wasn't mm. that bad. The first one even looked a lot like Shadow. Yeah. You could get the first one kind of t- to look almost exactly like Shadow. So it was, only, I think, only the second evolution. Sonic one took six or eight, six or seven, and also Knuckles took six or seven. I was just like, oh, okay. I can't, I I can't figure out how to devolve it fast enough. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So the thing was, we'd go, we'd start playing. The routine was, you'd go to Pumpkin Hill, you go get a bunch of one dragons, and then two. Um. Oh, you'd look for the animal that you wanted, and then you'd get this dog called the skeleton dog that actually erased a feature oh interesting of so like oh if you like because if you gave (laughs) if you don't know this game this is gonna be the most confusing episode (laughs) but if you gave an animal to the chow it would take a feature of that animal yes gave it a dragon it would like take wings and if you gave it more dragons it would start really looking like that but if you gave it a skeleton dog it would take a feature away from yes an animal so you wanted your chow to not have these fucking animal parts so every fucking day we'd go turn on Pumpkin Hill and dunk, dunk. <laughs> that rap song, which is the best rap song in the in the game. Perhaps in everywhere. the genre of rap. Uh, perhaps in the. Like, that's another conversation. I don't want to get into it like Kendrick Lamar, Kanye West, this one Pumpkin Hill rap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still think I know every word and you can put that in the show notes too. Oh, okay, and if you would sure. like a performance, I will do it. I will do it. Dude, please give me a performance. Yo, we at Pumpkin Hill. You ready? It's me, your boy Knuckles. We at Pumpkin Hill. You ready? I ain't going to let it get to me. I'm just going to creep. Down at Pumpkin Hill, I got to find a lost piece. I know that it's here. I sense it in my fear. The great emerald's power allows me to fear. Can't see a thing, but it's around somewhere. I got to hold my head because I have no fear. The great... A ghost tried to approach me. He got leery. Asked me a question and he vanished in a second. That's as far as I got. That's as far as I got. That's so much. <laughs> it's incredible. One time, me and my friend were driving up to our another friend's wedding. The whole time, we just worked on memorizing that rap. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, also, I will say, uh, I know we, we were making some statements earlier. Still holds up to me. I think it's still, the argument it's, could still yeah. be had. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, like, this is a totally different podcast. Yeah. That's Dissect. You know, I'll go do an episode of, of Dissect yes. about <laughs> Pumpkin Hill. <laughs> But yes, it's an amazing song. That's so yeah, you do that, and then you do like geez. a couple levels to get all the power things. Go feed your chow, throw it in races. It was honestly amazing. That's so we were driving back and forth yeah. doing that. And yeah, it was just a crazy period. 
of just like just passing the time game, passing the time playing f07 too cool that was fun but that game it's only racing yeah, no chows in that game. No chows in that game. That the, you know, <laughs> Sonic Adventure Two Battle will set your expectations pretty high. Yes. For any other game, um, that's and amazing. Also, the interesting thing about the and why I think that also that game is the 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 top, the peak of Sonic games. Mm. And I don't know why they ever got rid of the chows, because the yeah. next game, Sonic Heroes, and Shadow, I tried to play all those games. They didn't have chows, and they completely got rid of them. I think it was that generation. I want to say they because they did a few Sonic Advance games for the Game Boy Advance, and mm. I want to say they don't have the same. I don't think it's like the same function or even the same. For as much as I could tell, the same like volume of stuff you could do with the yes. chows. But there, I feel like I've seen a chow sprite from the Game Boy Advance. But mm. yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's too bad. They're definitely missing out. Um, I know they completely, like, I don't know why they didn't, like, absolutely market the shit out of that. Because there was a whole community of us. I, there was a, it wasn't like I was alone in this. There were people that were playing much, much, much more than I was online. Dozens of you. Yeah, it's like the chat rooms. The chat rooms are the best thing. And that was, like, the, the period where 2002, 2003, I guess at this point it was, like, more 2005, 2006, Mm -hmm. where... You know, chat rooms are really taking off. Forums are really, really, really taking off. You know, yeah. where you can start searching things and getting results of anything you're searching. You know, yeah. I and instead of sh- searching boobs, I was searching how to make fly chow best. You know, and, and look at you now. You got a girlfriend, don't you? <laughs> and look at me now, guys. I got a girl. <laughs> you you uh, followed the right path. I, <laughs> I search how to get girl fast. Yes. Uh, Gosh. Um, well, um, it feels like we've gotten to chat about so much, not just about the game, but also about, you know, like when you and your brother were playing this, going, you know, going back and forth between the LA area and Santa Barbara. Um, I have some fun post show stuff I want to, that I want to do for, for us. Uh, Hell but yeah. w- before we do that, would you mind sort of just like wrapping up like what Sonic Adventure 2 Battle means to you or like, or just like the place it held for you? It really captured my, like, junior high experience in, like, (laughs) feeling not understanding what was going on with my parents, not understanding what was going on with moving so much, not understanding all that stuff, and being introduced to something that, like, I could just pass the time with and sink my teeth into. It was kind of the first one I was, like, really got obsessed with something that on the side. And for me, that was just, like, so fun and magical and to spend so many hours just doing some menial task over and over again. But it really just holds this like very, very like nostalgic. It really captures all those feelings of middle school for me because I was feeling all those things while playing this game. Yeah. And I actually returned to it in college. Me and my roommate, the guy who I drove with and we memorized Pumpkin (laughs) Hill together, he had a very similar experience where he loved that game. And so we were freshman year roommates we started playing it again. I was very busy with school. And so a lot of the time we like, we switched off levels. We played it again. Oh, fun. But then the last three levels, um, I, while he was away for a weekend, the lev- three levels I'd never beaten before I beat. 
Yes. And he was so upset. Because <laughs> he, he had played the whole rest of the game, and then I came in and beat the last three levels for him. Betrayal. I love it. Betrayal, but a, a personal victory for me. I finally, also, when I was an adult, that. an adult, I went back and I saw how it finished. You and weren't going like, to let that happen again. Yeah, it was a great, it. like, send off of, like, thank you for everything. That is, <laughs> sorry, other roommate, but, or sorry, college yes. roommate. Where'd, Shout where'd out you Pierce Bird, TCU in Texas. Oh, I forget you're a horned froggy over there. Oh, horny toads, my guy. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we got them horny toads. That's uh, the other thing you're known for saying. Um, yes, that's me. I go around saying, I'm horny toad. <laughs> yeah, and it goes over poorly. Um, <laughs> but you you're, you commit. Um, Jeremy. Thank you so much for sharing about your experience with Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. That was so much fun and, and cool for me to be able to relive a little bit of that game. And it really makes me want to like it's a I think it's an expensive game on eBay, so I'm not going to buy it. But I want to play really? it somehow. Yeah. OK, I guess it's got this cult following. Yeah, I, I definitely sold my copy at some point like an idiot. But like an idiot. yeah, it's me. But anyway, I've got a fun <laughs> couple post show segments that I've prepared for you. So let's get into it. Hell the yeah. first of which is the patented Fact Me by Your Game segment where I just share a couple fun facts about the game with my guest. It could always be an Easter egg, a secret, um, a development history. Ooh. So, so I'll get into it for you. I've got two for you prepared for you today. Um, Ooh. The first one I have titled We Work in Soap, um, which actually has nothing really to do with uh, – it's more of a Fight Club reference. I'm kind of a cool, uh, you know, edgy guy. Uh <laughs> But Sonic Adventure 2 was actually sponsored by the shoe company Soap. Did you what? know this? The shoe he wears? It's soap? It's not it's not made of soap, but they is, were called a soap? <laughs> no, it's not, no, I've, I've, I've confused you. It was a shoe company called uh I think called Soap, so the shoes were called Soaps. Um there were these real shoes that he actually wears in Adventure 2 Battle that had like a concave indent in them and that you could grind on rails with in real life so that's why he does all this rail grinding in the game oh my god it was out of needing money to develop the game <laughs> which you know it as we get older we find that happens more often than we'd like to know um honestly yeah. would it turn like a, a lemonade into a lemon of having to <laughs> have grinds in a game yeah um i will say uh the shoes I'm sure it would be really hard to actually use, but they seem. I really can't cool. imagine. Can you imagine jumping up and then grinding on a rail, like running? <laughs> yeah, and trying to grind. Also, the shoes have to be heavy because I'm assuming they have yeah. like metal in those little curves. Um, but this obviously was an ability of Sonic's in this game. It would become part of his repertoire and a series staple. So this wasn't just a one-game thing. The soaps became a big deal. I saw. While well, learning about this fact, this is by the way from the comp- from the great YouTube channel. Did you know gaming? So mm. might want to even just look that up for yourself to watch all this stuff. But uh, shout out, did you know gaming? Skylar Jones, Pierce dude, Bird, dude. Shout out all of you. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, the second one that I have for you, I have titled San Francisco Dreaming. Um, so after, and I sort of hinted at this earlier, but after the completion of Sonic Adventure the Japanese version, uh, the yes. Sonic team split, and with the second part, relocating to San Francisco and rebranding as Sonic Team USA, which, 
at the beginning I shared was the developer of this game. Um, inspired by their new surroundings, the team wanted Sonic Adventure 2 to have an American flavor. So you see this in a couple places, but m- the most obvious is this first level yes. in the city, um, which, by the way, your rendition is just gorgeous. Um, but uh, it's a very, a very obviously a San Francisco-inspired city. You see that with the hills, with the trolleys, um, with a lot of the landscape. Um, but uh, you also see there's like a bridge level. It's very much inspired by the Golden Gate Bridge in this yes. game. Yes. Yes. Um, I think it's called the Radical Highway yes. level. Um, and it's radical, trust me. Um, but the team. That's a great level because you go like, you go, woo, 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 woo. That's yeah, the, and you're, you're grinding on that point. bridge too. Yeah. Um, but the, the most funny th- thing about this that I found was that they also, in, in a few levels, I think the Radical Highway one included. No, no, no. It definitely was a Tails or a Robotnik level. They included these little three-wheeled parking enforcement, like police vehicles, <laughs> that you could destroy in the shoot 'em up levels. So yes, I remember those, baby. This happened because the team, while working in San Francisco, received so many parking tickets that they wanted to cl- <laughs> include these little things in the game. And I guess they're quoted as saying it was in good fun, and they know that they were just doing their jobs. But it's like parking enforcement's bullshit. You can. I'm really proud of them for putting that in yes, this game. Yeah. I yeah. like also that they had to have like a response to it. Like parking enforcement was like, this is not all right. <laughs> yeah. What's up with this? Rude. Sonic Team USA. Um, that is the end of the Fact Me By Your Game segment. I'll lead you to the final one. That was one. a blast. Dude. Hey, I, well, I try my best. And this game, thankfully, has a l- Some games have like nothing. <laughs> this one was very easy. Um, but the last segment I have for you is the game recommendations. So, Jeremy... This is my one forced tie-in to the movie, Call Me By Your Name, for which this podcast is named after. Mm. And I am going to treat Sonic Adventure 2 as your passionate summer love that at some point you're going to need to move on from. And you're yes. going to need to you know, see new people. You're going to need to date not just Army Hammer, but someone new. And mm. I don't know if that's going to be a, like someone exactly like your previous partner, if it's going to be someone wildly different or out of left field. Who knows? So... Let's that's hope what these it's not Army on. Hammer. Let's just yeah. hope it's not Army Hammer. All three of my recommendations will be Army Hammer, just as a heads up, <laughs> for the first time. Um, the first of which is if, for you, Jeremy, you want Sonic Adventure 2 being an enhanced port of uh, a battle, being an enhanced port of the first version, if you want another enhanced port of a classic game, I'll recommend to you Super Mario 64 DS on Ooh. Nintendo DS. Um some might argue it's not enhanced. It does have a lot more levels and characters, but some people have issues with it. But it's I think it's fun. <laughs> um, the second game is if you are more focused on the Sonic sequels. You love Sonic, you love his sequels, and you like this generation, then I'll recommend Sonic Advance 2 for the Game Boy Advanced. Oh, really? How is it? Uh, pr- they're actually really highly regarded. It's more it's a 2D Sonic, like the uh, yes, original. the original. But they, I guess, are... F- pretty fantastic you know what i'm realizing actually just right in this moment sonic realizing? sonic might be the first video game i ever played that one whoa the, the, like the original side scroller because i went to go visit my cousins in africa when i was very young yeah and my my cousin who was the closest to my age had sonic that oh game my gosh. and we played it the whole time i was there i was there for like uh two months what a great intro 
I no. should add that. I should have added that to the top of it. Hey, but you, <laughs> we got it here, and that's awesome. Uh, and hey, Sonic is apparently a big part of your life. Um, yeah. The terrifying. last recommendation I have for you is if Jeremy, the thing you took away from this game that you cannot lose moving to your next one is that you need to have a sexy bat in your game. <laughs> I'll, of course, recommend to you Batman Arkham Asylum, which you can get on a range of platforms. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Is she 35? He's, is she 35? Uh, <laughs> close to it. <laughs> He's about um, maybe 30 to 40. We don't know exactly. <laughs> and filthy, stinking rich. <laughs> um, well, Jeremy, that'll bring us to the end of the Game Rex. And then, unfortunately, that'll also bring us to the end of the show so my friend uh thank you so much for doing this i know i feel like we talked about having you on a long time ago i know but i'm so glad it worked you this know, is amazing the right time always comes and so thank you so much for doing it it was a uh, it was awesome seeing you the other night and even oh yeah it was great and and really good getting to just catch up with you today so um on your way out dude what do you want to plug? What should people look out for, even if it's something you talked about earlier? Well, I plugged my podcast, Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists. It's a parody podcast of sit-down talk shows, a variety, you know, Hollywood talk shows. It's freaking wild, kid. <laughs> and then my Instagram and my TikTok. Uh, follow those two under jazzy underscore underscore jelly. Um, I'm trying to tweet these days. I've just got I've just got a Twitter. Just oh, I see him. I give the likes. I see him. Oh yeah, I was like, you know, you know, it's twenty twenty one. Time to jump into Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the optimal moment. Um, and then, and then, just come over. Just come hang out. <laughs> okay, cool. That's not just that's that's to the listener, right? <laughs> that's to the listener, Connor. If you're within twenty feet of my house, I will know, and I will call the cops. I do know this, uh, yes. and I normally I don't really support law enforcement in any fashion, but this I do support. Yeah, I, I, I should not believe be allowed me. That. I'm a big anti-cop person, but for this specific situation of Connor getting close to my house, very you pro. know I'm calling nine one one. The popo are getting a phone. <laughs> Suddenly call. your best buds. Um, <laughs> Suddenly I'm going, hey Sergeant Matheson, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well Jeremy, thanks again, dude. I'm gonna close this out with some plugs of my own. Please uh, do. The cover art for Call Me By Your Game is done by Glenn J. You can find him and his other really fantastic work on Instagram at, at Glenn with two N's dot J-A-Y. I've already talked about the Patreon, but you should check us out and consider supporting us, especially if you've been a longtime listener and you really like this stuff. I think you're going to like what you find there. We're at patreon.com slash supernpcradio where you get just truly countless bonus content including the monthly call me by your game co-op which once this game releases a week later you'll be getting the super metroid episode um that's at the dj toad tier as well as the year-long legend of zelda games club celebration um which we are still we are reaching the end of but we still have a few titles left this show is produced by jeremy schmidt you should check out his show video games a comedy show and then I'm on uh, social media at Connor underscore McCabe. I also do the occasional tweet uh, and tweet about these shows. Um, and sometimes I'm on Twitch a lot less lately. But you can find me at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69. That'll do it for this episode of Call Me By Your Game. We will see you on the next one. Rolling around at the speed of sound.